Everyone, thank you for coming back tonight. This evening we are in Revelation chapter 16. There's a great deal in this chapter, but I have chosen to focus our attention on Christ's coming as a thief in this particular portion of the scripture. We're just waiting for all the handouts to be distributed. Okay. There was a a well-known Christian film released in 1972 entitled The Thief in the Night. That was actually the first, I think, of uh, three films in that particular series. It is the story of a young woman, Patty Meyer, who awakens one morning to a radio broadcast announcing the disappearance of millions around the world, showing that the rapture had occurred. She finds that her family has disappeared and that she has been left behind. In addition, there is a Left Behind series of novels. Left Behind is a series of 16 best-selling religious novels by Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins, dealing with Christian dispensationalist and times. The pre-tribulation, premillennial Christian eschatological interpretation of the biblical apocalypse. The primary conflict of the series is the members of the tribulation force, an underground network of converts against the NYOSC organization, global community, and its leader, Nikolai Karpathia, who is also the Antichrist. The series has been adapted into four films to date. The original series of three films are Left Behind, the movie, Left Behind 2, Tribulation Force, and Left Behind World World at War. A reboot starring Nicolas Cage entitled Simply Left Behind was released in 2014 through Cloud 10 Pictures. The series inspired an audio drama, as well as the PC game, Left Behind Eternal Forces, and its several sequels. So you can see it's, it's uh, very popular, even to the point of having a video game that you can play uh, to take on the forces of uh, evil in the tribulation. <clears throat> the afor- All that is taken from Wikipedia. The aforementioned films and novels have been a source of many Christians' understanding of Christ's coming as a thief. Some churches and religious organizations use the films as an evangelistic tool. You don't want to be left behind. You don't want to go through the tribulation. You better accept Christ now. I'm just uh, curious, uh, just out of show of hands, how many people have either seen one of these films or read one of the Left Behind books? Would you raise your hand if... Okay, that's the vast majority okay, of, uh, of people. So you can see they, they've had a tremendous influence. They've had a great impact. And uh, let me underscore the fact that they are novels. Uh, they are fictitious. They are, uh, I'll stop there. You get the idea. <clears throat> so what are we to understand concerning the thief in Revelation 16, theme, 
consideration of the various thief passages in the New Testament. Key verse for tonight is Revelation 16, 15. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed. Revelation 16 should not be understood in isolation. There are a number of quote-unquote thief passages in the New Testament, starting with Matthew chapter 24. But know this, that if the master of the house would have known what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour that you do not expect. 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 and following. For, you're, you're, for you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. How are they fully aware? It's already been revealed. It's already been talked about. While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. First Thessalonians 5, 6. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us be awake and be sober. Revelation chapter 3, verse 3. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what hour I come against you. And now our verse, Revelation 16, 15. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed. As we look at the context of the passage in Revelation chapter 16, we find that it comes in association with the uh, bold judgments let us uh, just look at the first uh, 14 verses that precede it. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple telling the seven angels, Go and pour out on earth the seven bowls of the wrath of God. So the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth, and harmful and painful sores came upon the people who bore the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl in the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and every living thing died that was in the sea. The third angel poured out his bowl in the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angel in charge of the waters say, Just are you, O Holy One, who is and who was, for you brought these judgments, <clears throat> for you brought these judgments. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink. It is what they deserve. And I heard the altar saying, Yes, Lord God, the Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were scorched by the fierce heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had power over these plagues. They did not repent and give him glory. The fifth angel poured out his bowl, on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in anguish, and cursed the God of heaven for their pain and sores. They did not repent of their deeds, 
The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. And I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet three unclean spirits like frogs, for they are demonic spirits, performing signs who go abroad to the kings of the whole world to assemble them for the battle of the great day of God the Almighty. Now the verse, Revelation 16, 15. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed. So the events preceding the thief judgment. The thief comes in association with the sixth bowl judgment. Verse 12, the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up to repair the way for the kings from the east. The events associated with the coming of the thief in Revelation 16 compared to other thief passages. First, the ministry of the false prophet. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up to repair the way for the kings from the east. And I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet three unclean uh, spirits like frogs. In Matthew 24, we find that there will be false Christs, false prophets will arise. There is the performance of miracles. Revelation 16, 14. For they are demonic spirits performing signs. These uh, incredible manifestations, miracles. Matthew 24, 24. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders so as to lead astray. The great uh, cataclysmic events. Revelation 16, 3. The second angel poured out his bowl into the sea, and it became blood like a corpse. Then down to Revelation chapter 16, verse 8, at the bottom of the page. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun. It was allowed to scorch people. Revelation 16, 9. They were scorched by the fierce heat, and they cursed the name of God who had power over these plagues. They did not repent and give him glory. Luke chapter 21, verse 25. And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity. Down to Luke 21, 28. Now, when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. So we, we see these parallels, these commonalities, these events that are taking place uh, in the coming of the thief that are recorded in various portions of the New Testament, not just here. The symbolism of the thief passage is considered. The thief carries the concept of stealing something from someone. It is a negative concept, not a positive one. You don't want a thief to break into your house. Uh, so this is not a good thing uh, for the thief to be coming. It's a bad thing. If he comes as a thief. Thus Christ coming as a thief is not a desirable thing. The Lord's coming should not come upon the believer as a thief. Okay? Uh, he is not a thief to the believer. Let me emphasize that 
time and time again. He is not a thief to the believer. For these movies and these things, all of them, the thief is the knight, is God stealing away the people of God from the earth. Uh, but that's not the New Testament image. It's not God stealing away the people of God from the earth. It's a negative thing. Notice B, the Lord's coming should not come upon the believer as a thief. For yourselves are fully aware the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon the pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. So you should not be surprised. Revelation 3, 3. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. So wake up so that I do not come like a thief. Um, Revelation 3, 3. Remember therefore, oh, okay, the reason I'm repeating this is, um, didn't I do this elsewhere? Yeah, okay, I'll skip that. Moving on. Revelation 16, 15. Behold, I'm coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may go about naked as been exposed. Watchfulness is enjoined so that the Lord's return does not come as a thief. You're supposed to stay uh, awake. You're supposed to watch. You're supposed to be on guard uh, so that uh, you can't be broken into. It doesn't come like a thief. In every thief passage of the New Testament, the main emphasis is watchfulness. Notice Matthew. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour that you do not expect. So you need to be on guard. You need to be watching. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. First Thessalonians. So then let us not sleep as do others. That's another common theme in each of these these passages. Sleeping, sleeping. Don't sleep. Stay awake. Don't sleep. Stay awake. First Thessalonians. But let us keep awake and be sober. Or as translated by the King James, therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch. So I put the King James in there to show you that the same Greek word is used time and time again. It's watch. The book of Revelation. Revelation 3.3. 3. King James, remember therefore thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come upon thee as a thief. Revelation 16, 15, behold I'm coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake. Translated King James, behold I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches. So in all of the thief passages, there's this admonition to watch. God has revealed the truth to us that the Lord's return would not come upon us as a thief. 
But ye, brethren, are not in darkness. Uh, you have light. You have the understanding. You have the truth. That, or so that, the day should not overtake you as a thief. Uh, you should be awake. You should be watching. You should be waiting. You should be aware of the Lord's coming. The timing of the thief's coming in Revelation 16. The thief comes in association with the battle of Armageddon. For they are demonic spirits performing signs who go abroad to the kings of the whole earth to assemble them for battle on the great day of God Almighty. Now the verse, Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may not go about naked and exposed. And they assembled them as the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. So where it is uh, lodged, you can see that the thief comes in association with these events that are assembling the peoples together for the battle. Now, there's going to be a great battle at the end of the tribulation that's going to take place between God's people and uh, the evil ones. And so it says, Behold, I'm coming like a thief. And then verse 16, And they assembled them as the place in the Hebrews called Armageddon. The bold judgments, of course, come at the end of the tribulation. Revelation 16, 17, The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne saying, It is done. It is done. It is finished. The, the judgments are over. The last judgment is the trumpet judgments, and this is the seventh of the trumpet judgments. <clears throat> and uh, we could read on. I won't. So let us go to the conclusion. A. It, in my estimation, there is a good warrant to understand all the thief passages as speaking of the same event. If you look at them, they all have these commonalities. Uh, it's very difficult to see, in my estimation, that in one place the thief uh, passages are talking about one thing, in another place they're talking about another thing, and in another place they're talking about another thing. So that the thief is coming at different times for different reasons. That doesn't seem to match these passages. In Revelation 16, it is clear that the thief comes at the end of the tribulation. Uh, it just is. You can't argue that at least in chapter 16. Okay. You may want to try to argue the others, but in chapter 16, it's clear. It's coming. There's, the, these, jump, there's these judgments. There's the end. So it's after the tribulation. All these other things have already occurred in the book of Revelation. C, therefore, it seems reasonable to interpret the other thief passages as fitting into the same eschatological frame. Namely, it is the close of the tribulation. So the whole aspect of the pre-tribulational rapture, the fact that uh, the thief comes before the tribulation, is based on a lot of misunderstandings. First of all, that the thief is coming to take away the believers. No, that's not what the thief does. Okay? The thief is not stealing believers away. The thief is coming and stealing away the, the uh, peace and safety of, of those that are 
on the face of the earth. He's breaking in to them. <clears throat> D, the believer is not to be surprised by the Lord's return. He is to be watching. He's to be looking for it. E, there are signs which at the time of their occurrence will be unmistakable for the child of God. So this is what we're to be looking for. We're to be looking for these signs. We're to be looking for the false prophet. We're to be looking for these trials. We should be looking for these difficulties. And as you look and see, you're not surprised. Okay? You have all this foreshadowing. All these things that are being revealed to us that must take place, and then he comes. So we're to look up in the sky, according to the book of Luke, and say, our redemption is coming nigh. He's coming. He's coming. I can see it. Okay. We don't know the day. We don't know the hour. But like birth pangs, <laughs> you know that there's going to be a baby born. And in this instance, you know that Jesus is coming. F. The child of God should have a heightened awareness and anticipation of the Lord's return as these signs take place. Uh, it is to be a hope. It's to be an encouragement. It's to recognize that the end is coming. Hang in there. Endure. For Jesus is coming. All these things are happening just as he said. Now the point of these signs is that they are demonstrable at the time. We are not to try and ascertain these signs at this moment. We're not to try to take the book of Revelation and figure out when the Lord is coming. For he comes at a time we don't expect. We can't use the book of Revelation in that way. We are not to be trying to figure out all the minutiae and take them as signs, as a, as a, as a kind of a, a puzzle that we're putting together, taking this sign and then this sign and then this sign and this sign and trying to fit it all together and say, aha, I just figured it out. I know when the Lord's coming. No. The purpose is that when you're in the midst of this, when you're going through this, it's going to become abundantly clear. You're not going to need any roadmaps. You're not going to need to put any puzzles together. When you see the sun doing things like it's never done before, when you see water turn to blood, when, when you see a, a, a dead man come back to life, when, when you see all these events, he's coming. He's coming. And that's the point. Be encouraged. He's coming. It is 20 of 8. I was asked to be brief tonight so that you can enjoy your ice cream. I went long this morning, so I went short tonight. So we've evened out. So I'm okay, right? Right? You'll, you'll forgive me? All right. Uh, payback. There you go. Uh, let's pray. Almighty God, uh, Lord, give us confidence in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give us confidence, O oh God, that indeed he is coming. And he's coming, Lord, in a way that we are anticipating, we are looking for, we are acknowledging that all that your word says 
is true. So, Lord, help us to be faithful to you. Help us uh, not to lose sight. Help us uh, to continue on in our doing due diligence in living our lives to your honor and glory. Thank you for the opportunity to spend some time with our brothers and sisters this evening. Bless the ice cream to our bodies and our time we spend together. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. And we are dismissed.